welcome to the Nova Church Podcast. Thanks for taking the time to get into God's Word with us today. To find out more, you can head to novachurch.com. Watching online right now, whether you're in a living room, maybe you're somewhere on your phone, maybe you're tuning in on a desktop computer somewhere. It doesn't matter where you are. This is what I do know right now is that the presence of God is with you right where you are right now. Come on, we're going to pray before we get into the Word tonight. Holy Spirit, I thank You right now that Your presence is so tangible with us, not only in this place, but in whatever place people are watching from tonight. Holy Spirit, I'm asking in Jesus' Name that You would speak to us tonight, that You you would pour out your presence, Lord, over every person who's tuning in right now. Lord, we thank you for your peace. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you for your presence right now. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come and that you would anoint this word with power. Lord, my words aren't enough, but when your anointing comes upon a word, it breaks through every barrier, every camera, every screen. Your anointing travels through that. And we thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. And everybody said, wherever you are, Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hey, it's so good to have you with us for our first ever Nova Now. If you're with some people, why don't you give a clap? Why don't you get excited? Don't high five anyone. That's illegal now. But you can absolutely get excited <laughs> right where you are. It's so good to have you here with us. And uh, we're just so grateful that you would tune in. This is our first time ever doing a live stream. And uh, we're just so excited about the possibility of this season. Church isn't cancelled today. Church is unleashed. I I wanted to start off uh, tonight by just saying, if you're a part of Nova Church at all, uh, I just want to take a moment and just say, man, Hatter and I are praying for you. We're believing with you. And you know what? We are so grateful for every person that's actually jumping on live. Believe it or not, I can actually see your comments coming through. I can see you, Kate. I can see you, Macy. I can see you, Crystal. I can see you, Jason. I can see a bunch of people commenting and liking right now. So it's so good to have you on with us. And uh, we wanted to do this live because we wanted it to feel as much as possible like you're in the room with us right now. And I know you're with us in our hearts. We're praying for you and believing great things for you. Hey, if you're looking for some connection and some family in this time, can I just recommend if you're a part of Nova Church that you join one of our online Nova families this week. We're going to be catching up online via Zoom. So make sure you connect with your Nova family leader. All you have to do is head to novachurch.com, follow the prompts there. And we're not going to be gathering in homes, but we're going to be gathering together online in communities all week. This is all about engagement and staying connected over this season. So I can't hear you amening, but I want to see some amens on the keyboard. Come on, I want to see some comments, some response. I can see what you're saying right now. So let's get this thing going. We're going to get into the Word of God together right now. Well, we're going to head to the book of Genesis chapter 29. Uh, verse 25 is where we're going to jump in in just a moment. And here, we're actually going to land smack bang in the middle of one of the Bible's epic love tri- triangles. We've got Jacob, we've got Leah, and we've got Rachel. Basically, the story goes that Jacob's got the hots for this wonderful girl called Rachel. The Bible says that she's beautiful, that she's everything he ever dreamed of. You know what I'm saying? And as uh, so he goes, I want that girl. I want to marry her. So he agrees and he goes to her dad, Jacob, and he says, hey, can I have your daughter's hand in marriage? Jacob's like, hey, uh, yeah, sure, no problems at all. You can have my daughter's hand in marriage. Just work for me for seven years. I mean, what kind of father-in-law says that? This guy's crazy. Uh, So anyway, Jacob works for seven years to be able to ask this poor girl out. And uh, and finally, uh, 
the dad allows it to happen. This is old school, remember? You know, this is, we're talking Old Testament a long time ago. And of course, uh, they get married and they do what married couples do on a wedding night. Now, we're live streaming, so I can't say any more than that, right? But uh, basically, what happens is, is Jacob has his wedding night, does what married people do on a wedding night, and then he wakes up the next morning, but the girl in his bed is not the girl that he thought was going to be in his bed. It wasn't Rachel. It was her sister, Leah. And uh, this is what the Bible says, Genesis 29, verse 25. And in the morning, this is one of my favorite scriptures in all of the Bible. It's so funny. And in the morning, behold, <laughs> it was Leah. <laughs> and Jacob said to Laban, what is this you have done to me? Did I not serve with you for Rachel? Why then have you deceived me? I want to call this message tonight, waking up, with Leah. If you're taking notes tonight, why don't you write it down, waking up with Leah. I can see Neeson commenting there saying, behold. <laughs> That's awesome. Waking up with Leah. Come on, we're going to pray and we're going to get to the Word. Father, anoint this Word. Bring it to life, we pray in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Hey, uh, who here doesn't like being interrupted? I, I don't know if you're like me, but when I'm on a mission, when I'm out doing something, the last thing I want to do is be interrupted. And do you know there is actually people who are paid like full time to interrupt you? Have you ever seen those people? They, they're in the middle of a mall, like a shopping mall, and they're selling like something you don't want, like roller shutters or some kind of random product, like artificial lawn. And, and whenever you approach them, you know that their job is to interrupt you. So what do you do? I'll tell you what you do is, is you do one of two things, right? You increase your pace, right? To such a fanatical speed that they simply cannot stop you. You're just like, boom, 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 right? You're hitting that thing hard, right? So you, you, pick, you pick up your pace or you just look at the ground, you avoid eye contact, you move to the other side of the mall, you lie about your age, right? Whatever you have to do to get out of that situation, you're like, no, 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 no. I don't want to be interrupted right now. Leave me alone, you crazy roller shutter people, right? We, we don't like being interrupted. And yet life is actually full of interruptions. Interruptions is actually what makes life. There's so many times in the journey of life where we're going to be interrupted unexpectedly. But I think Jacob, he had the ultimate interruption, right? I mean, talk about your life being interrupted. Let's just imagine this for a minute. You work for seven years to be able to marry the girl of your dreams You've planned your future. You know where you're going on your honeymoon. You know what house you're building. You're ready to start your family, right? You've chosen out the colours in it. You've done everything. And then you wake up after your wedding night only to realise that your plans have been interrupted. You have just woken up next to Leah. And I was thinking about this story and I feel like it's exactly where the world is right now. For many of us, We've woken up and had just what Jacob had happen to us. We've woken up and everything we thought is different. Everything we thought was going to happen has changed. Our plans have changed. Things have gone out the window. All of us in this season have really woken up next to Leah. We have woken up to see things on our feeds, on our streams, on our screens that we weren't expecting to see. It's like life has been interrupted, right? I mean, this, this whole COVID thing that's going on right now, really, it's like our Leah. It's something we didn't plan for, something we didn't expect. We woke up and suddenly everything had changed. See, Leah is what happens when you wake up and everything is different. 
Leah is what happens when things don't look like how you thought they would look. Leah is what happens when you what you worked for doesn't come through. Leah is what happens when your expectation takes a deviation. So many of us are going through what I would call a Leah season right now, right? For many of you, uni has changed. Schools have changed. What the events you're planning on going to have changed. So my question is, what do you do when you wake up with Leah? What do you do when you wake up and everything has been interrupted? Well, I was really praying this week and I feel like there's three things I want our church to know and anyone who's watching online to know today, three things you need to know about waking up with Leah. Are you ready for number one? If you're taking notes, I want you to write it down. If you're on our live stream right now, why don't you give me a comment and tell me that you're ready. Hey, Evan. Hey, Darren. I can see a bunch of people jumping on there. Hi, JP. Uh, It's awesome to see you online. The first point that we're going to have tonight is this. Number one, interruptions are pregnant with possibility interruptions are pregnant with possibility. See, Rachel was Jacob's intention. She was what he wanted, what he planned for, what he intended. Leah was his interruption, unwanted, unplanned for and unexpected. But it was Leah, Jacob's interruption, who was able to get pregnant in a season that Rachel couldn't. In other words, his interruption was about to be more fruitful than his intentions. Woohoo! This is good stuff. I hope you're getting this. I, I remember when Hannah and I were sitting down together uh, discussing. We'd already had our first uh, kid. His name is Gabriel. He's two and a half now. Total chunky monkey. Love him to bits. If you're watching at home, love you, buddy. Kissy. Uh, we, were, we were planning, we were having this conversation like, man, are we going to have a, another kid or not? Like, what are we going to do? You know, do we want to have you know, one more kid, we want to have two more kids, we're going to be a one-kid family or a three-kid family, we don't want to be like a a full van family, so we're trying to like negotiate something in between. And uh, Hannah and I decided, no, no, let's have another kid and we'll decide on the next kid after that. And so, you know, we did what you do when you go to have children and uh, we went to the ultrasound and uh, of course, many of you would know the story, inside the ultrasound, the guy's like, you know, here's your baby and then he, he takes the ultrasound over and he goes, and here is your other baby. And we're all like, what? You know, we were freaking out. And uh, basically what ended up happening was our plans got interrupted. But here's the thing. Our interruption was actually more fruitful than our intention. Our intention was to have one, but in the season where we were interrupted, God actually gave us two. I want to ask a question tonight, a faith-filled question for you in your journey. What if this interruption in your life could be more fruitful than what your intention was? What if this interruption in your life is pregnant with possibility? You know, the world is talking right now about all the, all the impossibilities of this situation. Everything we can't do, everywhere we can't go. But I want to tell you something today. I prophesy this into your life. This interruption is pregnant with possibility. Already as a church, we're doing things we wouldn't have done a week ago because of this interruption. Why? Because when God invades an interruption, come on somebody, that interruption becomes pregnant with possibility. See, in this season, there's people you wouldn't have met that you're going to meet. There's prayers you wouldn't have prayed that you're going to pray. There's miracles you wouldn't have seen that you are going to see. There's friends you wouldn't have called that you're going to call. You're going to call. (laughs) For some of you, right, life wouldn't have slowed down for you if it wasn't for this season. I'm telling you, interruptions are pregnant 
with possibility. God was trying to teach Jacob to love a season that he wasn't expecting to love. And Leah was able to birth things, come on, that Rachel couldn't. His interruption was able to birth things that his intentions couldn't. Whatever it is you were intending for this season, you know what? There's so so many voices of negativity coming at you. I just want to be a voice of faith and positivity tonight, just saying this to you. Whatever you intended for this season, I'm believing God is going to bring a great birth of new things in your life, in your family, in your world. Come on, in your opportunities that God would take what the enemy is intending for harm, come on, and He would turn it for good in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody comment and amen if you agree with that tonight. How good. Okay, Number two, interruptions will come to increase your flexibility. Interruptions will come to increase your flexibility. I don't know if you were like me at school, but when I was at school, I was like the kid who could not sit still. I I didn't get great grades. I was constantly, you know, talking to other people. My report card said I had a lot of potential, which basically means you're dumb, but we've got to say something positive. Uh, Because all I did was talk to you. I was very distracted, right? And uh, I remember, you know, one of my favorite methods of distraction, because, you know, when I was at school, your, your methods were limited, right? We didn't have iPhones and all that stuff. Like, so your methods of distraction were limited. So one of my favorite forces of distraction was actually the old 30 centimeter ruler, if you know what I'm talking about, right? Those things were powerful. You could kill flies at those things. You could fling rubber bands off those things. You could do anything. And I would always find myself snapping these rulers, right? I went through ruler after ruler after ruler because I was swatting fly after fly after fly, flinging band after band after band. I was, I was that kid, right? And then some, this, this day, this day, this is what happened. Somebody introduced me to something and it was called a flexi ruler. I don't know if you ever had a flexi ruler, but these things, man, you could bend these things as far as they could go and they wouldn't break. And I'm like, what is this magic you speak of, right? It was, it was incredible. It was groundbreaking. It changed my life. Because the truth is, the more flexible something is, the harder it is to break. Jacob had a choice when he woke up next to Leah. Was he going to be flexible or was he going to be breakable? The fact is his plans had to change. His life had to change. But in the midst of the change, he wasn't broken. In fact, he was flexible. I want to prophesy to someone today that what was meant to break you isn't going to break you because you, come on, are going to walk with a greater flexibility in this season than any other season of our life. So often we find ourselves, you know, not often we find ourselves in COVID, actually, this is quite rare. But, uh, but other seasons of life, we find ourselves all the time in situations where we're asking God, would you change the situation? Uh, believe me, we're praying as a church and as a family that God is going to change this situation. But sometimes God doesn't bend the situation right away because he actually wants to bend you. There are things in you that he wants to change. There are things in you that he wants to grow. What if the situation doesn't change right now, but what if you can change right now? What if you've been running at a fast pace and it's time to, to bend with the season and slow down and spend more time with your family? Maybe you've been in feeling like you're, you're keeping everything in control and trying to keep everything you know, neat and tidy in your life and suddenly for the first time 
you're realizing a reality that was always true, but you're out of control. And for the first time, you're really having to bend with the season and give it to God. Can I tell you, sometimes God will allow seasons to bend us to increase our flexibility, right? Because what's flexible is unbreakable. See, your flexibility is your capability. And I'm believing that we are gonna be a church. Come on, we're gonna be a people. Come hell or high water, no matter what season we're in, we're gonna live our lives flexible. If church is live, we're going to go. If church is online, we're going to go. I don't care what happens. We're a flexible people, a flexible church. You know what that means? We're unbreakable. Come on, in Jesus' name. If you agree with that, come on, comment and amen. Hey, Rebecca and hey, Josh. I see all these people commenting. So, so good. Number three, interruptions are evidence that God is working invisibly. God is working invisibly. Yeah, I remember a few years ago, I was at a Hillsong conference in Sydney. And uh, it was a really big season of transition in our life. And I remember praying a whole bunch of things and just saying to God in the midst of this conference, like, I really need direction. We've got some major life decisions that we've got to make right now. I mean, we've got to make a decision about whether we're going to move, you know, our family to Adelaide. We've got to make a decision about whether we're going to take on Youth Alive, whether we're going to plant a church, all of these things. And at the time, Youth Alive was a really big wrestle. Like, are we going to take this on or are we not? And uh, I remember praying that night and I said to God something probably theologically inappropriate, but I said, God, by the end of tonight, I want to know what you want me to do with you for life. And uh, I remember the meeting finished and, you know, we were catching a train. And so I was running out the door on my way to the train because you don't want to catch a second or third train. Otherwise, you know, it's like infested and gross. So I wanted to get that first one. And so I'm, I'm, I'm plowing through the crowd. And, uh, and anyway, I bump into someone in the crowd on the way through. And it was actually uh, another pastor in our city by the name of David Hall. And I, I bumped into him in the crowd, not knowing. And, uh, and he looked at me and he, he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, the now word of the Lord is, you are taking on Youth Alive. <laughs> How crazy is that? And it's funny that God spoke to me in the midst of an interruption. I was on my way to doing something else, but it's like He invaded that situation and in the midst of the interruption, He was doing something behind the scenes that I could not see. Do you know, God was doing something invisible in the midst of Jacob's interruption. See, Leah, Jacob's interruption, actually gave birth to a son named Judah. Judah looked like any other son on the outside, but there was something invisible in his blood. God was doing something in this interruption that Jacob could not see. See, Judah was a forerunner of Jesus. Judah was in the bloodline of Jesus. They would go on to call Jesus the lion of the tribe of what? Judah. See, Jacob couldn't see what God was doing in the interruption, but he sure was doing something. See, visibly, Jacob couldn't see it, but in the invisible, in the unseen, listen to me now, God was bringing Jacob's Messiah out of Jacob's mess. Jacob couldn't see the Messiah in the mess, but he was there all along. 
There was a Messiah in the mess working in the invisible. And I wanna tell you today that just because life has been interrupted, it doesn't mean God isn't working. He's working in the invisible parts of your life right now. I wanna tell somebody today, there is a Messiah in your mess. There is a Messiah in your finances, even though you can't see it. There is a Messiah in your university degree that you're questioning about right now. He's in the mess of that. He's in the mess with your family. He's in the mess with the future. He's in the mess with visas. He's in the mess with plans. He's in the mess. He's in all of it. Why? Because in interruptions, God is working invisibly. And just as we would look back and see God working in Jacob's interruption, can I tell you right now, you are going to look back and see that God was working in the invisible in this situation in your life as well. God is with you, friend. God is with you, Nova Church. These interruptions don't change God's ability. God is working in the invisible right here, right now, tonight. You might not be able to see Him, but He's there. You know, I'm believing for every person right now as you're watching this feed. Whether you're in a living room or classroom, whether you're watching on a phone somewhere, that you would know that God's in this interruption, that He didn't cause it, but He's going to use it. And if you need to experience the peace and the presence of God right now, I'm just believing that you're going to experience that right now in Jesus' Name. So wherever you are, why don't you close your eyes and we're going to pray together. Father, I pray right now for every person who's experiencing this interruption. Jesus, I pray that they would know today that this interruption is pregnant with possibility. But they would come and and let their flexibility increase in this season and they would take it as the evidence that you are working invisibly in their life. Jesus, I thank you for your presence invading every person right now. I thank you for people finding faith in you right now in Jesus' Name. And if you wanna make that decision for Jesus, why don't you pray this prayer after me in your heart right now. Dear Jesus, I love you, I need you. I believe that you died on the cross for me and that you rose again from the dead for me. I accept you in the midst of my mess and of my interruption and I wanna make you my Lord and Saviour today. Father, I thank you for every person responding and experiencing your presence in their homes right now. Jesus, let your peace, your spirit and your power invade every person. Father, I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining us on the Nova Church Podcast. We hope this message impacted you in a powerful way. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe or you can head to novachurch.com for more.